0: This story is a little gruesome. In 1848, a metal spike pierced through the head of a railroad worker in New England. The man survived, and the accident became a textbook case to help scientists understand how the brain functions. The man's skull is preserved at Harvard Medical School in Cambridge, Massachusetts. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. I head out anywhere from New York to Boston to find fascinating stories and histories. Today I'm at Harvard's Warren Anatomical Museum. The walls are lined with glass cases filled with skulls and bones, medical instruments and plaster casts and wax models. Almost all of it from the 1800s when medicine was a lot different.
1: It was collected for a very specific region. You needed human remains to teach about the human body, human remains were hard to get.
0: Museum director Dominic Hall shows me the most famous acquisition, the skull of Vermont railroad worker Phineas Gage, with its painful-looking hole in the left temple. So here's the story. Gage and his crew were blowing up rocks to make way for the railroad. His job was to put blasting powder into a keg to make explosives. He's packing down the powder with his tamping iron, which is this bar,
1: and the charge goes off prematurely. The bar gets fired into his head. It enters into his left cheek. The bar goes behind his left eye, damages his optic nerve irreparably, and then enters
0: into the left front of his brain, and then comes out his forehead and lands about 30 yards away. Gage's coworkers called a local doctor named John Harlow. Dr. Harlow arrived at a surreal scene, as he recalled in his journal. Here's a reading from that journal, and warning for the squeamish, it's pretty gross.
2: I first noticed the wound upon the head before I alighted from my carriage. Mr. Gage, during the time I was examining this wound, was relating the manner in which he was injured to the bystanders. I did not believe Mr. Gage's statement at that time, but thought he was deceived. Mr. Gage persisted in saying that the bar went through his head. Mr. Gage got up and vomited. The effort of vomiting pressed out about half a teacupful of the brain, which fell upon the floor.
0: The next few months were tough. Gage suffered infections, fevers, even a coma, but he pulled through. He was an instant celebrity. He went on tour with P.T. Barnum, and he sat for pictures holding the rod. Dr. Harlow became famous, too, as the man who worked a miracle. He published articles about Gage in medical journals, but gradually, museum director Dominic Hall says, people started to notice something a little off about Phineas Gage.
1: He had a definite personality change. There's no doubt about it. In one of Harlow's articles, the phrase no longer Gage is used. I mean,
2: he was different. He is fitful, irreverent, indulging at times in the grossest profanity. Previous to his injury, he possessed a well-balanced mind and was looked upon by those who knew him as a shrewd, smart businessman.
0: Not everyone bought the new personality change. Gage went to see a Harvard doctor named H.J. Bigelow, who said he didn't notice anything unusual about the man. Here's a reading from an article Bigelow wrote for the American Journal of Medical Sciences. From this extraordinary lesion, The patient was quite recovered in faculties of body and mind, with the loss of only the sight of the injured eye. And that's how Phineas Gage found himself at the center of one of the biggest medical debates of the 19th century, says museum director Dominic Hall. Do
1: you believe the brain is one large organ? I mean, or you're, you know, someone who's a localizationist, you know, which everyone sort of is now where you think that the brain is one organ, but it has different regions that can control different functions and part of your personality. And all of that started to get
0: unpacked in the 1860s. Whether or not Gage actually changed, his case gave ammo to the localizationists. It was an important piece of early evidence to support the idea that different parts of the brain control different facets of our personality. And today he lives on in pretty much every neurological textbook in the world. If you
1: know that the injury to the front left of your brain compromises your executive function and your social interaction and you want to talk about that in a textbook and you want to use a case study to do that, you incorporate Phineas Gage.
0: Gage's celebrity died down and he eventually went back to work as a carriage driver. Letters from people who knew him suggest his personality may have even recovered. He lived in Chile and San Francisco and he died from a seizure in 1860. But you can come to harvard and see the exhibit which recently acquired a newly discovered photo of gage he cuts a handsome figure a black coat his hair swept back staring forward with his one good eye and gripping the iron rod that made him a celebrity and an entry in the medical books this is off the path from wshu public radio i'm davis donovan I'm out there looking for fascinating stories and unusual characters on the road from New York to Boston. If you know about a great story I should check out, let me know. Email offthepath at WSHU.org or tweet at WSHU Public Radio with the hashtag OffThePath.